Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast, and I trust you have a few moments to just relax and enjoy the Word of God. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about don't let go of your faith. You know, the Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. That's one of the major reasons why you shouldn't let go of your faith. Secondly, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5 that this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Faith is our method of victory over the world. That's the second reason why you should never let go of your faith. Faith is the way that you and I experience freedom. It's the way that you and I experience healing, deliverance, financial blessings. In fact, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 20 that a faithful man shall abound in blessings. Doesn't that sound good to you? It does to me, praise God. And I've endeavored to live that way over the last 48 years, and I can give you this testimony. God has extremely blessed me. God has never let me down, and I believe, praise God, that the best is yet to come. Amen. So let's get into the Word today. If you have your Bibles with you, I invite you to open them with me, and let's read from Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Now notice he says, don't cast away your confidence. Another word for confidence is faith. Don't cast away your faith. Don't let go of your faith. Why? Because it has a great recompense of reward. In other words, God rewards faithful people. God rewards people who will not let go of their faith. God rewards people who will stick it out, praise God, and stay with His promises, stay with His Word, and just absolutely refuse to quit. You know, I made a decision many, many years ago when I first began to learn how to walk by faith. I made the decision that quitting is no longer an option in my life. And if you've never made that decision, I encourage you to do so right now. I want to read to you from the message translation. You need to stick it out, staying with God's plan, so you'll be there for the promised completion. Isn't that what you want? The promised completion. Every promise that God has given us, God intends to fulfill it. But once again, it's impossible to please God without faith. So God's not going to violate His own word. You're going to have to live by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. You're going to have to stay in faith. Now, I realize that, you know, a lot of people think, well, it's just too hard, it's too difficult. Well, once you know what the Word of God says, then that takes the edge off, because the Bible says this. It says it is impossible for God to lie. You know, I asked the Lord to, to uh, uh, define faith for me way back there when I first began 48 years ago. And he simply said this, it is a deep conviction of the reality that God cannot lie. Let me say that again. Faith in God and faith in His Word is simply this. It's a deep conviction of the reality that it is impossible for God to lie. How many of you believe that? Do you believe right now that it's impossible for God to lie? Well, if you believe that, then why would you ever let go of your faith? Why would you ever stop trusting Him? Why would you give in to pressure? You know, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he said, We look not 
at things which are seen, but things which are not seen. Because the things which are seen are temporal or temporary. That simply means not permanent. But the things which are not seen are eternal. So in other words, don't allow things which are seen to rob you of the completion, the completion or the finish of God's promise. Things which are seen are not permanent. If it looks like it's not working, don't fall for that. If it seems as though nothing's happening, don't give in to that. You see, the Bible says, don't cast away your faith. Now, you know, back in the early days when I first began, I was just learning, and I didn't know a whole lot about faith, but thank God for men like Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth Hagin, T.L. Osborne, and Oral Roberts. They were the men who became my mentors, even though at that time I didn't know them. I'd only met Kenneth Copeland, but I really didn't know him well. But the other three men I did not know at all, other than the fact that I got their teaching materials and I began to listen to them. I began to read their books. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And I remember Kenneth Copeland making the statement, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. I didn't understand it fully back when I first heard it, but I remember him making the statement several times during one of his teaching sessions. I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. You know, when he made that statement, I stopped and pondered it. I thought about it, and I thought, well, I'm moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I hear. I'm moved by what I feel. But you see, that's the way we were trained. That's the way we were brought up. We allowed our five physical senses to rule us. But you know, the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. We walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, we dare to believe what God says regardless of what it looks like. And you know, back in those early days, you know, uh, I didn't know a whole lot back then, but I was learning and I was hungry and I was uh, on a pursuit to know God and to know how He operates and to know His Word. And I made up my mind that I was not going to give up. Now, was that easy? No, it was not an easy decision. And it certainly wasn't easy backing that decision. There were several times I felt like quitting. There were several times I felt like giving up. But I made up my mind. Quitting is no longer an option. That's what he's saying here from the message translation. You need to stick it out. Say that out loud with me. I need to stick it out. Say it again. I need to stick it out. Now, sticking it out, you know, sometimes that's not the easiest thing in the world to do but you can do it. God would never ask you to do something you could not do. In fact, you have the Holy Spirit, and He's your helper, and He'll help you stick it out. But what you need to do is be able to stick it out based on what you've learned from the Word of God. I can't stick it out just, you know, with willpower. I need something even stronger than that. I need to know what the Word says. And so when I find out what the Word of God says about my situation, about my circumstances, then that's the foundation for my faith, because faith is founded upon the known Word of God. So go to the Bible. If it's healing you need, go to the Bible and find out what God says about healing, and then dare to stand on that promise. You know, the Bible says, by His stripes we were healed. When were we healed? 
We were healed way back there 2,000 years ago when Jesus bore those stripes on His back. He was willing to shed His blood, willing to go to the cross. The Bible says that by His stripes we were healed. Now, you're going to have to stand on that. If you're believing for healing in your body, you're going to have to take that Word and refuse to give up. Refuse to bow to the circumstances. You know, some of you have heard me give this testimony. Back in September of last year, I was uh, told that I had a major blockage in this artery that goes from the neck to the brain. And they said, we can remove the plaque. It'll be a routine uh, surgery. They'll do an incision, remove the plaque. You'll be in the hospital maybe a day and a half or so. Go back home, recover for a few days, and then you'll be back at normal within just a matter of a few weeks. Well, I went in to have that plaque removed, and uh, while they were in surgery uh, removing the plaque, uh, apparently some of the plaque broke off, and it went through that artery, went to my brain, and caused a stroke. Now, when I finally came to, a couple of days later, when I finally came to, I had no use of my right arm, my right leg was partially paralyzed, and I had total memory loss. I didn't even know my wife's name. I didn't know my children's name. Uh, I couldn't remember anything. I had studied from the Word of God, and I had an apparent stroke. And they said that it would take some time to recover, and they didn't promise that I'd ever be normal again. But you know, once I left that hospital, and I got home in my own environment, and I got in the Word of God because the Bible says His Word is medicine to your flesh. And I made up my mind that I was not going to remain in that condition. I was going to stick it out no matter how long it took. And I was going to stay in faith. I wasn't going to cast away my confidence. And I made up my mind that I was not going to finish my life in that condition. I had just turned 70, uh, and, and I was not going to spend the rest of my life not being able to preach the gospel, not being able to travel as I do. I had made up my mind that God's Word is final authority, and the Bible says, by His stripes I was healed. And so I stood on the Word, and I got in the Bible, and I fed my spirit every day, several hours a day, even though I had been studying the Bible for 48 years, but I was determined that I was going to remember everything that I had studied. And I was counting on the truth in the book of Proverbs that His Word is medicine to your flesh. So praise God, I stood on the Word. And do you know, in just a matter of a few days, I got use of my right arm back, my right leg, praise God, and then I began to remember all the Scripture. I began to remember all the sermons I'd preached all over the world for 48 years. And in three weeks' time, I was back riding motorcycles with our Church Light Christian bikers. I was preaching. In fact, one of my first tours, I was gone uh, almost one month overseas to England, to uh, Italy, uh, to South Africa, preaching almost every night. And I'm telling you, there were no symptoms whatsoever. You couldn't even tell I had ever had a stroke. Now, you say, was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. I had to stick it out. I made up my mind. I had to stick it out because the Bible says that if you stick it out, there is a great recompense of reward. Now, if you need healing in your body right now, I encourage you, take the Word of God, dare 
believe it, confess it often, decree it, because the Bible says, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. And let me remind you of this. The Bible also says that God is not a respecter of persons. What He did for me, He will do for you. In fact, I am led by the Holy Spirit right now to pray for people that need healing in their body. I want you to just stretch your hand out toward your television set or your iPad or whatever uh, uh, instrument you're using to watch this broadcast right now. Stretch your hand out toward my hand, and let me believe God with you right now for the healing power of the Lord Jesus to come on your life and to heal your body. Father, I believe that you're no respecter of persons. You delivered me. You brought me back to 100%. You didn't leave anything undone. And I thank you, Father, that I'm healed, that I'm delivered, I'm restored. And I pray that over every person needing healing in their body right now that is watching this broadcast. Healing power flow through their television set right into their body, touch them, heal them, and make them whole in the name of Jesus. If you believe that God heard our prayer, lift both hands right now and thank God for it. You say, well, I still have the symptoms. You thank God anyway, contrary to the symptoms. What did the Bible say? We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't, we don't base our faith on how we feel. We base our faith on what the Word of God says. So right now, I challenge you, lift both hands and begin to praise God and thank Him that you're delivered, you're free, and you're made whole. Let me read this again. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36 from the Message Translation. You need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan. What is God's plan? God's plan is for you to live in divine health. Stay with God's plan so you'll be there for the promised completion. How many of you want the promised completion? Well, stick it out. Stay in faith. Don't let go of your faith. Don't cast your faith aside. Why? Because the Bible says there is a great recompense of reward. Another translation, the New International Version says, you will be richly rewarded. I don't know about you, but I enjoy being richly rewarded, and that's what God is promising you. You will be richly rewarded. Now, verse 23 of Hebrews chapter 10 says this, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for He is faithful that promise. God is faithful. God is faithful to every promise that He's ever made. He wants every promise to be fulfilled in your life. However, the Bible says that in order for you to experience that, you must hold fast the profession of your faith. Now, notice the Bible says, don't cast away your faith. Then it also says, hold fast to your faith. So holding fast would be the exact opposite of casting away. So the Bible tells us to hold fast to our faith without wavering. In other words, don't be moved by what you feel. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you hear. Make the quality decision right now that you're going to hold fast to the Word, you're going to hold fast to your faith, and you're not going to give up. In fact, make the decision that quitting is no longer an option. Why? Because you want the promised completion. That's what you desire, isn't it? 
You want everything that God has promised. You want the prosperity He's promised. You want the healing He's promised. You want the deliverance He's promised. You want the well-being that He's promised. Well, if you're going to experience that, then it requires that you do not cast away your faith. You must hold fast to it. And remembering this, that God is faithful who has promised. You know, for 48 years, I've been living this way, and I have this testimony. God has never, never let me down. What a great testimony. Why? Because He is faithful. Say that with me. My God is faithful. Say it again. My God is a faithful God. Amen. So notice once again, don't cast away your faith. Hold fast to the profession of your faith. Why? Because He is faithful that promise. You know, I believe the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Hebrews. If he didn't, it certainly does sound like his teaching, but I choose to believe that he wrote it. And when he wrote this, of course, you know, he was around during Roman soldiers' time, Greek soldiers, and so forth. And the connotation is that if you cast away your faith, then that's like a cowardly soldier casting away his shield and fleeing in the day of battle. So, the Bible says that our faith is like a shield. Don't cast away your shield of faith like a cowardly soldier does in the field of battle. Stand your ground. Take that shield of faith, drive it in the ground, so to speak, and refuse to budge. Refuse to move. Why? Because God rewards faith. God rewards faithfulness. I want to encourage you, stay in faith. Don't cast it away. There are great rewards that are waiting for you on the other side of your faith. Watch this announcement, and I'll be back in just a few moments. When tough times come, what do you do? Complain? Quit? Head home? Most people give up, but God wants you to stay in the battle and prevail. It's time to let the champion in you arise. In the powerful book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, Jerry Savelle shares enthralling stories, solid teaching, and inspired motivation from 40 years of ministry experience. God is looking for a group of winners to rise up and show the world that He is far greater than the images and stereotypes portrayed in modern culture. Learn how to persevere when situations are tough and how to stand on the Word of God until victory is achieved. God has chosen you and has given you a destiny to experience His breakthrough power. In the classic, hilarious, and must-see DVD, When You've Done All to Stand, Stand. Jerry Savelle encourages you to take an aggressive attack against the devil and get back everything he has stolen from you. If you've been standing and believing God for quite some time, if your shield is full of darts and your helmet of salvation leaning to the side, keep standing. Don't wait any longer. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Don't Quit package, including the powerful book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, and the must-see DVD, When You've Done All to Stand, Stand. Any pain or disappointment in your past cannot overcome God's purpose for your life. He will always show up when you refuse to back down. Say no to giving up and yes to becoming a champion today. My name's Trey Johnson. This is my partner story. I grew up in Andrews, Texas in a great family, but as I got into high school and college, I started hanging out with the wrong people. And the Bible says that bad company corrupts good character, and so I started making wrong decisions, and just a little while into junior college, I ended up quitting college, and I moved to another town living with this girl, 
And I went home one weekend, and I never will forget it, because as I was getting ready to go, my dad came out the back door, had tears running down his face, and he says, Trey, the Lord show me that you're gonna die if you don't get your life right with the Lord. And I just thought he was just being a normal parent. I was like, yeah, right, Dad, whatever, and went on about my business. And sure enough, two weeks later, I was going from one rodeo to another rodeo in the middle of the night, and the guy that I was roping with was asleep in the passenger seat, and the girl that I was dating at the time was asleep in the back seat. And I ended up going to sleep while I was driving, and I woke up and I was running 70 down a four-lane highway, and I was in the median. And when I woke up, I tried to get the rig back onto the highway, but I saw that I wasn't gonna make it, so I pulled it back in the middle because there was a big water culvert in the middle, and I straddled it perfect with the truck, and the truck jumped it, but the trailer hit it right on. And of course, when the trailer hit it, it separated the truck and trailer and spun us across the highway, and the trailer just went end over end over end. Once we came to a, a halt over here and I saw everybody was okay, I took off running for the trailer and I crawled in the top of the horses because we were waiting for the Jaws of Life to get them out and they're kicking and they're pawing and there's blood everywhere and I get down there and I'm petting them and I remember my dad. I knew that God had spared my life that night and so in that horse trailer with blood everywhere and by the way the horses did end up being okay, but in that moment I called upon the name of the Lord and I asked him, I said, Lord, I, I want to know that you're real. I want to know your presence. I want to know your power. And from that day forward, I've been a man after the heart of God and I'm the same way today. When you stay hungry, God will open up doors. When you stay hungry, God will bring freedom into your life. I discovered Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, which says to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. And I began to just simply put him first. And as I put him first, he began to open up opportunities. He began to bring freedom from this addiction and that addiction. And somehow I got a hold of Dr. Savell's partner letter. And at the time I was kind of secluded. I didn't have a church. I didn't know the importance of a church, but I started memorizing his partner letters and started applying his, the word that came from him in my life. And I just, as I gave my attention to it, a desire began to build, to know God, to be my best, to discover my gifts and abilities and passions. And I began to discover that God was a good God and he wanted good things for me, which led me to where I am today, going all over the world, doing leadership conferences, personal development, roping schools, roping clinics, competing at the highest level, simply because a man was willing to do what God had called him and created him to do. It empowered me to be who God has called and created me to be. So I want to encourage you, if you'll stay hungry, no matter where you're at or what you're going through, God will begin to move heaven and earth to reveal his heart and his plan and his will for you. So don't you back off from being hungry and keep growing, keep going. God bless you guys. Praise God. Didn't you enjoy that testimony? I want to encourage you to send in your testimony so that we can share it. And I believe it will be an inspiration to other people that are going through perhaps the same thing you went through. And now they have evidence that God is still in the healing business, still in the delivering business, still blessing people. So send in your testimony and perhaps we'll have an opportunity to read it over the air. Here's a few testimonies. One coming from Jimmy at the Southwest 2016 Believers Convention, you laid hands on me for healing of heart conditions. I went for my annual heart check and my doctor reported the results of my EKG were now normal. The doctor was very excited and said, I will see you next year. Your heart is strong. Praise God, Jimmy. We thank God for his healing power taking place in your body. Here's one from Linda 
My husband was diagnosed with stage four cancer. After reading your book on prayer of petition, we wrote out a petition for my husband's healing. We also became partners at that time. According to the last test results we had, the tumors are shrinking, and on top of that, God supernaturally blessed us with $10,000. Thank you, Brother Jerry, for your teaching of the Word of God on teaching us how to make a prayer petition. I am so grateful to you and for your ministry. And then one more from Ariel. I was at a care, or I was, I'm sorry, I work as a caregiver, and I just received an 8% raise, and this is the third raise that I have received in two years. Also, I was uh, had to go back for a checkup for an abnormal mammogram I had, and thanks to your teachings, I did not panic. I declared God's Word, and my results were normal. Praise the Lord. We thank God for all these testimonies, and I believe that God is still in the healing business, the delivering business, and I believe, praise God, your testimony is on its way. So you stay in faith. Don't you dare give up. Amen? Look at, look at me right now, and you say out loud, Brother Jerry, I refuse to give up. Quitting is no longer an option. Amen. I stand in faith with you. Also, let me remind you our special offer this week, Called to Battle, Destined to Win. My book, this book is going around the world. I get many, many testimonies from people who've read the book, teaching them how to stand in the battle and not give up. You know, I never told anybody, and God's never told anybody, that you won't have battles. You will have battles, but you don't have to lose any of them. The Bible says, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph. Amen. And then here's a DVD, a service that I preached many years ago, entitled, Having Done All to Stand. In fact, someone made me uh, a costume uh, wearing the armor of God, and it is a delightful a funny but a powerful DVD, so I want to encourage you to order it today. Don't forget all of our social media. Log on. Stay connected with us. We appreciate you, and I'll see you again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. And having done all to stand, I stand. And when I feel like quitting, I keep standing. When it looks like nothing's working, I keep standing. When everybody else tells me that I'm a fool for standing, I keep standing. You know, having done all to stand, stand.
simply means there's no room for compromise. There's no room for giving up, no place for quitting. So you just stand, having done all to stand, and you keep standing until the promised completion comes to pass.